Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here and here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a little bit of a mixed day today, but we got a nice little rally into the close here uh, to finish higher at, with three out of our four major indexes today. It has been, for the last couple of days now, a little bit of slower action for our markets, taking a little bit of a breather here, even though we finished up today, just a little on the slower side. But folks, this still does not look like a market that wants to go lower here at all. If you've been tuning into our podcast, you know that we've been a broken record on the reasons for this, the continued stimulus that continues to pile into this market, $20 trillion plus in global liquidity, really levels of liquidity like never seen before. And with that kind of money making its way into the system, it really makes it hard for our markets to have any kind of a meaningful correction. We continue to see these pauses to be short-lived here, um, and they are buying opportunities. That's how we're seeing it. That's how we're going to continue to play it. But our markets have been at overbought levels, at least on some indicators, for some time now. This has all the feel here of a little bit of an overbought pause. It honestly feels a lot like a calm before our markets take their next leg higher. We've seen it in stochastics has been the real one here that has been the most overbought. And we've also seen like in the NASDAQ, money flow and RSI hitting overbought levels. But this pause, I say pause, we've still been able to to finish with some, some strong closes, but it has helped alleviate some of that overbought pressure. And in major bull markets, like we're in right now, and we believe is still getting underway, the longer that markets remain overbought, it really makes the case for being even more bullish. It just means strength in the market. And the way we've been comparing it here, Kim and I talk about this on a daily basis, this is starting to look a lot like the period from 1995 to 2000 in the dot-coms. Kit went back and ran the numbers here. During that five-year period, the NASDAQ averaged gains of 115% per year. Total gains for that period, 575%. So we wanted to see what would that look like today? Well, not even from today's numbers, but let's say we go back to March 23rd, the lows from 2020, the big pullback from coronavirus insanity. You go from taking the NASDAQ, was at about 6,600 then. If you were to take the same amount of gains, that 575%, we'd be looking at NASDAQ 38,000 by 2025. If you look at the Dow, roughly in the lower 18,000s range on, Mar- on its March 23rd lows, that would take the Dow to 104,000 by the end of 2025. Now, that might sound crazy, but it's exactly what happened during the dot-com period. Now, fast forward to today and look at the factors in this market compared to then. Then it was all about the technology boom and you saw companies going public that really didn't even have a product yet, didn't have revenue, and they went nuts. Now, look at today where you have the $20 trillion plus of global liquidity that we've been talking about. 
inflation that the Fed is trying to get to rise and has been rising. Uh, when you look at some of the real metrics that affect people's day-to-day lives, inflation is much higher than they think it is. And then tech companies today that actually have real products and good products at that, products that people want to use. So not not just companies who put a .com after their name, like, like to happen during the .com mania. So add all those things together, folks, that's a recipe for a major market melt-up. That's what we continue to see here. That's how we're going to continue to play it. Maybe it won't do 575% like we saw in that five-year period for the dot-coms, but this is has all the makings of a melt-up bull market here. So on that note, let's take a look at our market action on the day. The NASDAQ was our leader, up 0.38% to a new all-time closing high today. It did hit a little bit higher for intraday highs before, but a new all-time closing high of 14,025. We were followed there by the S&P 500, up 0.17% to 3,916. Got positive here just before the close. And then the Russell 2000, up just over one-tenth of 1% to 2,285. Our laggard on the day was the Dow. Did flip positive a couple minutes before the close, but finished down. I mean, really flat on the day to down just 0.02% to 31,430. And now looking at our internals on the day, we have seen in the last couple of sessions a bit of a shift in the internals. We finished mixed and negative here today, but no major concerns here. I mean, the advanced decline line, was just at new all-time highs. So we're just, we're pulling back from a very bullish standpoint there. And we talk about this here often. New highs beget new highs. So we're not looking at this with a big amount of concern yet. It actually helps take some of the froth out of our markets, shake out some hands, uh, take down sentiment levels from being greedy. Uh, So until we start to get you know, three, five days in a row of negative internals. And we're talking not negative like we saw today, but two to one negative, three to one negative. And across the board, we won't be sounding any real alarms here. And we just haven't seen that yet. Declines did beat out advances today, but not by a huge amount, about 900 more stocks declining than advancing. New 52-week highs to lows just continue to, to tear higher. We had 669 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 23 hitting new 52-week lows. There's been a lot of talk that you know, that has a lot to do with the SPACs and how they report on this. That, that's fine. We're still getting positive numbers here. I mean, when you just see 23 stocks hitting new 52-week lows, we're still getting strong beats there from stocks hitting new 52-week highs, even if you take out all the SPACs together. And then lastly, volume. Coming in just under 2 to 1 negative on the NASDAQ, but slightly better than that on the NYSE. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with 4 out of our 11 sectors higher on the day today, and it's just what you want to see. As we talk about here often, you want to see tech lead the market and semis lead tech. We got that today. Tech, XLK, the tech ETF, hit a new all-time high today, leading the way. The semis were up big as well, up 3.69%. That's a new all-time high today as well. That is nothing other than bullish action. And the semis, 
likely had a, a little bit of an impact. Joe Biden just signed an executive order. Uh, surprise, surprise. That's how he rules this country. Like, as he said, uh, only a dictator legislates through executive order. Remember how many times they called Trump a dictator for the, I don't know, when he signed three executive orders in a row. This now makes something like 40, 40 plus. May, it might be 50 for all I know now. Um, but this executive order is to conduct a supply chain review and develop a long-term strategy to deal with future shortages. Who, who knows what that even means? It sounds like a bunch of talk. Like many of these other executive orders, really probably pretty toothless. They'll put maybe a committee together that likely will get nothing done. The only thing that they will accomplish is costing the taxpayer money. But that's neither here nor there. The market seemed to like it today, so hey, we'll take it. After tech, we were followed by healthcare, materials, and communication services. Our laggards on the day were energy, oil took a little bit of a break today, followed by utilities, consumer staples, and consumer discretionary. Next up, our VRA commodity watch. Gold, now lower on the day, about 9 tenths of 1% to 1,826 an ounce. Silver, down as well. Really pretty flat here, down just over 1 tenth of 1% to $27.04 a pound, or an ounce. Copper, up today, up slightly, 0.15% to $3.77 a pound. And oil, like I mentioned earlier, taking a bit of a breather today, now down 1.19% to $57.98 a barrel. Lastly here for today, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, just continuing its run higher here, broke above 48000 earlier in the day today before falling slightly this afternoon, but still up big on the day, 6.22% to 47248 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcasts every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.